Hello, this is Bianca Stefan and welcome to our Revive series. This month it's all about restoring things to life and with me today I have Martina Stefan, my favorite guest in the studio. Martina, hello. Hello, 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 hello. <laughs> it's so great to be with you guys. Um, we, we're on holiday at the moment and we had some time at the beach this morning. Um, it's a beautiful sunny day so we really enjoyed that. Yeah, walking around, just experiencing some of um, nature and some life. You also had a run this sea. morning. Yeah, I had a run this morning all down the sea line. So for an hour. So that was fantastic. First time in many months. But um, it was good to experience that. So just as we're introducing our Revive series, I want to read a scripture to you from Isaiah 43, verse 1 to 2 in the message. And um, it says this, it says, don't be afraid because I've redeemed you. I've called your name, you're mine. When you're in over your head, I'll be there with you. And when you're in rough waters, you will not go down. When you're between a rock and a hard place, it won't be a dead end. Because I am God, your personal God. And so just as we were planning for this series, you know, we're aware amidst COVID, amidst so many challenges, just how weary people are. And so there's something, I think, just in the heart of God, just drawing us into a place where God wants to revive the hearts, the spirits, the minds of his people. So, Martinez, just, you know, as we're thinking what people are going through at the moment, what do you think people are experiencing? I think there's a lot of uncertainty. And I think, like, you have read the scripture right now. Um, it's all about sometimes being afraid because we don't know the yeah. future. And um, also the thing that um, sometimes people experience, they are the, at the end of their rope. And at, especially a dead end in terms of things that's happening right now. Um, in Be, our so, environment. So people are also feeling hopeless, right? Yes. If you're saying some people are at a dead end, it feels yeah. like there's nowhere to go, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I have, absolutely have to agree. I think there's a lot of, um, you know, like people are struggling just on the sickness front, their health issues. People are struggling economically. Um, there might be f- fears and, you know, just losing people, loved ones around you. So we're definitely s- experiencing that. And I think many times when we go through struggles, people think that they are alone. You know, yes. so many times you you struggle with that idea of, or not even the idea, but many times the reality of isolation. Yes, yes. Um, I think that's so true, and especially with the scripture that you read just now, um, taking your fear and God telling us, I am your redeemer. So whatever lies within the past, whatever happened yesterday, the day before that, in your history, he says, I am your redeemer. Mm. I will restore you. Mm. I will be your personal God. So that's a promise, right? Even yes. when we look around us and we can see none of that realized. Yes. Um, and, and then how do we know we can trust those promises? I think um, when we are giving ourselves open and give ourselves to God in uncertainty, 
I'm just reminded of Jesus in the boat in the rough seas. Uh, he was sleeping. He was so confident in the fact that he's in the presence of God. Mm. No matter what's happening around him, he will stay within that confidence and then speaking from that place of authority. Mm, I like that confidence. And also it's a place of understanding God's nature, right? Yes. So often we can go back to previous things in our life that, you know, previous places of being between a rock and a hard place and remembering how God brought us through. Yeah. Um, or many times even just listening to the testimonies of others, right? That gives us yes. faith and it builds our faith. Yes. So Martina, so interesting, you know, just if we talk about revive, many people's minds will go to revive revival, right? And uh, many times in history, we've also seen that uh, when in history, when we're going through a tough time, not just as individuals, but corporately, we see history either take the turn for revolution. I mean, if you think about France in, yes. in the 1700s, you know, people going without bread and that leading to a revolt, a revolution. There are other times when, when we go through difficult times that we actually get to a revival or a reformation. So yes. don't you just want to, you have a story that you want to share yeah. today. I think um, one of the guys really inspire me regarding revival, and uh, especially when you're talking about the revolution in France, is John Knox, a Scottish guy that lived in the 1800s. Um, and I think one of the things about him, he had a habit of waking up in the morning, uh, go out in the snow, at a, a tree, kneel down and pray. And um, I remember one of the atheists that was writing a report was on a his journalist, life. Was right? yeah, yeah. a journalist, right? Yeah, a journalist, atheist. The journalist was actually an atheist. He was writing a report and he was sitting down just to watch John Knox while he was praying. And um, they say around John Knox where he was praying, there were a circle about a meter around him formed in the snow. And the moment the journalist stepped into that um, environment in that circle, he, he wrote this, he says, and the God of John Knox became my God. And something of that personal revival always starts with the habit of seeking God in every situation and in every place. But I also think something that you're saying right now is personal. You know, I love this from yes. the scripture that we also read, um, you know, how God is such a personal God. So many times we pray corporately and we trust in God to change things, you know, in the macro. And absolutely that does happen. But so often God chooses. He has always done this. He's chosen individuals. He's, he, he, yes. he, you know, that's just the thing. God is personal. He comes to people whose hearts are open. And I think John Knox is just such an example yeah. of someone who looked around him and said, you know, something has to change. You know, this is not, you know, this is not right. Wherever I'm living, you know, just the things that they were going through at that yes. time. He was saying this cannot be the final thing. And so his heart, he allowed his heart just to be so vulnerable and open and broken before the Lord and to allow 
allow the Lord to change his heart, to change his mind, mm-hmm. to, to work through his disappointments. And that became the place, you know, where John Knox started praying for the environment around him. Yes. So it's always a personal matter, you know. So yes. often we, we look towards our churches or our governments and we're like, you're supposed to do something. Well, in the meantime, what you're saying is God comes to an individual. Yes. I think it's so important that we understand that always when it, it starts personally, before we can go publicly, it first has to start with me and you. And I just love his story because it started with him. He was not satisfied with the environment. Mm. He was not satisfied mm. with the things around him. He had such a deep desire and it started with praying in the morning, walking out to that a tree that was full of snow, put his jacket down and start praying. Yeah, and snow melted, right, as he started yeah. praying. And just, you know, how that intimacy with the Lord draws other people into that. And I think it's also a place, um, Martinez, of power and of yes. ownership, you know. So we can play the blaming game and we can wish things to be different, but it's embracing God like Jacob embracing God and you know, seeing God change us so that change can yeah. come in the world around yes. us. So, I mean, okay, obviously that was a personal thing. It was personal prayer. But how did that affect the environment around him? I think one of the things uh, that I um, read about him was the fact that, um, what's her name again? <laughs> Mary Queen. Mary Queen. Um <laughs> Of was, Scots, yeah. Yeah, of Scots said um, she was more afraid of John Knox than the revolution. Than all the armies, And right? all the armies yeah. at that stage. So I think that was just a, the personal victory that he experienced just flowed out of his life so much that uh, the queen actually said, no, thank you. I don't want to have, uh, want to have this person in my presence. And he visited uh, at least twice. To tell her God is saying the following mm. about her life. Mm. Yeah, that's so powerful. Martinez, just as we're concluding today, um, our heart was just to, you know, I think for, for us today is just to recognize and realize that God's eyes are looking. God mm. is with you. It doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter whether you feel like I'm in over my head or, you know, I'm at a dead end or I'm between a rock and a hard place it doesn't matter maybe you're sick today just as you're listening to this and today the Lord wants to let you know that he is your personal God that he is with you that he loves you to bits that he doesn't want you to be afraid but that he's inviting you into that embrace to experience his heart and his love and his power and his redemption And um, we're going to take about a minute and just pray into that. Mm. So thank you so much for joining us. Let's pray. Thank you, Father, that we can pray for every person that's afraid or experiencing that they are in a hard place at the end of their rope. We want to pray, Father, thank you for the redemption in this moment in their lives. 
Yeah. Yo, Jesus, we just thank you today, Father. It doesn't matter where we are, how we feel. We're just recognizing. We're just becoming aware of the fact that you're with us today. And so, Father, I specifically want to pray for people who are sick today. And um, Jesus, we just thank you for your inviting presence around them, your soothing, calming, healing presence around them. And so, Father, just as they open their heart to you, just as they release those fears, Father, Thank you that they just receive you and become aware of the fact that you're with them, that you're near them. We mm. pray for that sickness to go in Jesus' name and for restoration and healing to flow through their bodies in Jesus' name. And we pray, Father, for those just struggling through the economics, struggling through wondering how to make ends meet. Jesus, I thank mm. you that you are our source, that you are our provider, Lord, that you care for us as a father. And so, Father, we you just multiply whatever we have in our hand and um, we just thank you Lord for new thoughts to come thoughts full of faith and creativity and stability in Jesus name Amen. thank you so much for joining us today we'll see you next week in our revive series